Welcome to the Two Fab Femmes Podcast with your hosts, Maggie Hill and Gina Cafaso. Conversations on every topic for women to survive in this great big world. Hello, this is Maggie. And this is Gina. Hey, we've got a show for you tonight. Uh, we are on location with Krista Tesro from Soaps to Rockstars. Woohoo! Super excited. This girl, let me tell you. Uh, but first, Gina, let's yes. step into the bar and All talk right. about our week. How was yours, dear? It was actually, well, a week of clarity. So I actually found a drink um, online um, called Clarity Cocktail. Oh, nice. Saying. Yeah. So it's it's a simple drink, but it, it kind of made a lot of sense to me this week because I had some things that work and some things personal that just, you know, kind of clarified themselves. So that's all I'm going to say about that. So how was your week? A rut row. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I had a good week. Uh, obviously, you know, I'm a little bit of a, a political type oh, of gal. Oh, yes, I'm, I know. I'm, I'm the politica of the mm-hmm, duo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I, She so, keeps me informed, which is really great, I have to say. Yeah. Okay. Man, really? let me tell you. <laughs> she, she's more into it than she dares to admit, but yes. But let me just All right, say, I you know, okay. my cocktail, hey, I'm, I'm drinking the Blue Wave, baby. Ooh, let me tell you. this is that? Well, got a little pineapple juice, got mm. a little white rum, got a little blue cacao. Nice. Is it blue? blue cacao? Cru- I don't even cucao. know. <laughs> I got a blue cow. <laughs> so you just cow. ride the cow you while go. you drink your drink. There you go. And a cow coco- blue? And a little coconut cream Ooh. with ice cubes. Sounds yummy. Sure. I'm yeah, excited. Right. It's a blender drink. It's a blender drink. Nice. This gorgeous gal, Emmy-nominated actress, TV, film, and theater star, best known for her six-year stint as Mindy Lewis on the soap opera The Guiding Light, as well as other prominent roles on One Life to Live in the soap opera Santa Barbara, she has also dabbled in other TV works, Silk Stockings, Who's the Boss, and Quantum Leap, just to name a few. And as a lifelong friend of mine, you may not know this, but she is an esteemed concert pianist. And aside from her star status, she is also a star at home, being an incredible wife and mother to two lovely children who I love very much, and a home designer. We are so thrilled and grateful to introduce you to Krista Tessero. Was, what a... What a oh bio on you, Krista. That yeah. is amazing. Thank you. Just Could amazing. you read that to me every morning I will. when I, I will. get out of bed? <laughs> I'll send it to you. You can frame it. So we want to know everything. I know a lot about you, but tell us about your life. Tell us about my life has been so extraordinary, I have to say. And all the the turns and the curves, I wouldn't trade it for anything. From growing up in the Midwest, I loved growing up in St. Louis, having lived on the West Coast and, and the East Coast. I've moved coast to coast, by the way, five times. Five times. For work. Five wow. times. But I've really experienced a lot of the country, and uh, and my career has been wonderful. And, well, and how did I, you get your first start, T? What was your very first part that you ever got? Oh, well, my very first role was in St. Louis. I was probably five years old, oh. and it was Corky the Clown. Oh, how cute. <laughs> it was a awesome. local TV show, and I would go on and play piano, and I would do a little modeling, and as my pay, I would get an ice cream sandwich. Oh, there you go. And hey. I loved it, and I thought that was big time. That's big time. <laughs> yeah. I love so, that. Yeah. So that was her big, her big break. 
And after that, a lot of commercial work, you know, as a teenager. And I thought my career was going to be piano. You know, going that route is kind of like the Olympics. And Mm -hmm. I just couldn't practice piano 10 to 12 hours a day. After an hour or two, I need to get up and dance and sing. And, you know, so entertainment's in your blood. For sure. For sure. I think the turning point was when I was probably sophomore in school, I remember in high school. And the telephone company in St. Louis, Southwestern Bell Telephone, did an, um, an industrial film introducing call waiting, call forwarding. Oh, no. oh wow. And so Jerry Stiller and Ann Mira, oh, husband and wife. Them. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, they came to St. Louis and they starred in it. And I was cast to play their daughter. Oh, wow. And what a thrill. Ben's sister. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, right. <laughs> That's amazing. It was. So, and I, I was out of school for about a week and they handed me a big, thick script I had to memorize. And, and I remember my mom driving me back to school after it was over. She said, how did you like it? And I replied, mom, I could do this every day. Oh, I love that. Wow. So let me ask you, because you were five years old getting a start, was that, did you have the stage mom or was it something you were like, mom, I'm going to perform and... She yeah. just went with it. <laughs> it was more the latter. <laughs> That's awesome. My mom, probably the last thing from a stage mom. Well, when I was two and a half, I wanted to play piano. And by the time I was four years old, I was taking lessons. And I, when I was five, I was performing five-page Clementi Sonatinas wow. at my sister's school. And they allowed me to be part of their talent show. So, you know, I think I had that... Um, performing, you know, and I think that's either innate in you, you have it or you don't. Right. That's true. I agree. And you definitely have that charisma about you. Like, I mean, just like when you walk in a room, you have this energy that's really contagious, but it's true. And I've I've known that about you since I've met you. You just have this presence. And it's very, like, it comes out in everything she does. And not to mention, she's got the starlet look. Yes, absolutely. So when you've got that and you're walking down the street, and 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 we're going to get into this later, but she shared a few of her dating stories with some big stars. (laughs) And I'll tell you, she walks in a room and they would just come running. We got to hear it all. But that's amazing. (laughs) But let's let's go. So so from 17, what happened from there? Well, you know, um, that was the turning point. I had gotten my acting cards, my SAG, and my after nice. I had my headshots, had a resume, and I had come out to California for a couple of days, and it was very promising. You know, I was uh, representing Missouri in the Miss Teen pageant. Oh, and, nice. Uh, I met a few agents along the way. So I went back, graduated from high school, and the reason I decided right after high school was the perfect time. During my high school days for three years, I was simultaneously attending the University of Missouri, St. Louis, for my piano. Oh, wow. And uh, for master classes, for music theory, music history, music composition. So by the time I graduated high school, I had enough college credits to be able to just sit out. So I came out to California. I got an agent and a manager right away. I was very fortunate. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And, uh, and that's how I met Michael J. Fox, by the way. Ah, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that later. later. <laughs> Another fave story. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and within six months, I landed Guiding Light, <gasps> the soap opera, and I've never watched a soap opera before. Huge. Well, I have a and funny story are, to really. tell you, too, which I don't think I've ever told you. When you, because Krista and I were roommates in Los Angeles for a short time. So when she came to my door, my sorority, that was our soap opera. 
guiding light. Aww. So when you came to my door, I'm like, Mindy's at my front door. <laughs> you covered it well. Trying, I did. And I was I like, love oh, it. I love Mindy. it. Mindy's here. I never knew that. <laughs> I know. I never told you. So something you came out. But it was okay. And then when I got to know her, she's just such a great soul. So I was like, oh, she's such a good person. So but yeah. little did you know, every time she planned a happy hour, was, uh, but you get to meet Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'll be there. <laughs> Well, we have some funny stories too of some of oh, our little awesome. outings. We, we do, and Gina, we laughed a lot. I oh, remember. I love it! My a lot. God, <laughs> so much. So, tell us about your experience on the guiding light. Oh, it was some of the most fun times, best times of my life. It was really like a family. When I got the job, I had to relocate to New York City, signed a two-year contract, which turned into at least six years, and brought me an Emmy nomination. It brought nice. me so much travel and fun little perks to the job. You did some I, feature movies a, too, right? Yeah, a couple was that, of features. What, did that come from that too or was that later? That was a little later okay. actually. A lot of print work I would imagine. Yes. That's awesome. Some magazine covers. Oh, uh, Do you remember that uh, Circus of the Stars on oh, CBS? Yes. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Um, I did three of those. What did you do on just, Circus yeah, of the well, Stars? Yeah, what was your okay, feat? Okay, the first year I was an assistant to Tim Conway and Charlie <gasps> Callis. <gasps> no way. They were so sweet. The cool. second year I did a high wire. Imagine a wire going up down diagonally about a hundred feet into the air in a motorcycle and grooved on the wire. Then I was on a trapeze bar suspended beneath the motorcycle. Oh, no. Oh so, my goodness. Okay. So then, so <laughs> no. we filmed it at Caesar's palace. This was back in the mid late eighties. And for the finale, and I'm up about 80 feet at least. And you know, there was a pool down below, but I mean, Really? It was a four-foot pool. I think you just, if you fell, you'd just die slower. That's how I looked at it. So, and no safety belt, by the way. (gasps) Oh, my goodness. Or, I'm sorry, safety net. Oh, safety net. We didn't have a safety belt around our waist. We did a 360 (gasps) four times over. And then we rot, we fell out of it. And it really was a stunt. And I trained for about three to four weeks with Barnum and Bailey. So, by the time you were done with that training, were you like, oh, I get it. It's all just a trick. It's just a matter of the eye. Or were you like, I am doing something really badass right now. (laughs) I am the queen of badass. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. I'm a stuntman now. Yeah. I was going to say, she's like, I got this. (laughs) Everyone's like, we need you to crash this car into the flaming. Oh, I got it. I can do this. But the only thing, (laughs) one thing went wrong. Oh, I mean, it was raining out a little bit. Oh my gosh. And that was a little scary being up there with, you know, a little bit of drizzle. One thing that I wasn't expecting, our adrenaline had us going around so fast that it, we went around like four times and landed upside down. Then, of course, they make it dramatic. You know, they cut away from the cameras to the crowd going, and then the producers looking, and then you see one of my, you know, trainers running under us as if he's going to catch me. Oh, oh my you know, gosh. From 80 feet. Right. And then Merv Griffin was the ringmaster, and oh, he turned to my sister, and my sister said, I wonder if Krista is afraid up there. And he said, only her launderer will know. Oh, that's hysterical. (laughs) And we don't want that answer. No, we don't. We really don't. We're good. And then the last one, I'm I'm a little reluctant to tell, but I'm going to tell you guys anyway. Don't tell anyone. Thank you. We won't. We won't tell. Everyone plug your ears. Yes, I I was the target, a marksman shooting an apple off my head. Okay, you're looking at me like, okay, Why? (laughs) Why? Exactly. Let me explain. I mean, we're speechless. For I know. The first I was like, time, uh... so let's just go from there. Okay. Okay. Hear me out for one minute here. Imagine this. I was working so many hours in New York. It was in the middle of winter. They were shooting this 
place in sunny California. They were going to put me up at the Four Seasons, give me a convertible car, allow oh. my sister to come out and visit You're for like, two weeks. I think you just had a little to. accommodation <laughs> of reasons. <laughs> She just wanted the perks. Forget about the biggest apple in the U.S. <laughs> by the way, and marksman was like the number one marksman in the world. Oh, so okay. I did have confidence in there it. There you go. You had an arrow coming straight right for, for you. your head. <laughs> Holy yeah. smokes! Wow. Okay, so wait. So after the guiding light, what was next for you then? I came back out to Los Angeles, leaving you know a nice contract, and I had done a couple of feature films. But then I was put on hold on a film, and in the entertainment business, you got to keep moving. You've got to have one project and then another project. And so just being on hold, I didn't like that for several months. And then in the middle of the night, I get this horrific phone call from my mom mm. saying that my dad died. Oh. And it was so out of left field. And I was so devastated. I just honestly, I think I lost motivation mm -hmm. to continue in the business. And I went back to St. Louis for a while. Mm -hmm. And um and then just, it seemed like one year, so much bottomed out for me. It's like, I think a lot of people make mistakes in the world, but you know, I have to say though, every mistake, everything that's happened to me has been such a learning experience yeah. and it's gotten me to where I am today. Absolutely. I just got chills thinking about you this because I know we've had conversations like this in the past. Well, what is so. that saying? It's how, it's how you handle mm -hmm. adversity. You know, you can let it get to you or you can just say, I am just going to just keep plowing through it. I don't know what's going to happen. I then made a lateral move. I went back on a soap opera, which was fine because that's that was good for me then. And which soap opera was it? And that was Santa Barbara. Uh -huh. and I love Santa Barbara. <laughs> oh. Ah, loved it. Loved it. It was on. It was the last year that it was on air in 1992. But after that, you know, I was doing. Um, I did the very last Perry Mason with Raymond Burr. That was exciting. Oh, so that cool. is exciting. You know, that is so cool. And a, just another a variety of things. And then the phone ring, and it was um, an offer to go back to New York to One Life to Live. Mm -hmm. Love. <laughs> So cool. It's those and she played Tina. Prayers, Tina, really. right? Was it Tina on one left? Right. Yep. Yes. Tina number three. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> Proud of Tina number three. I was daughter number three. Daughter number three. To my parents. There you go. And Tina number three on one left to live. There you go. Yes. <laughs> So and I'm fun. Facebook friends with Tina one and two. Oh, nice. that's very cool. Yeah, the Tinas. Nice you guys would do uh, that. Would be a fun reality show, wouldn't that? Hey, <laughs> that the three Tinas. Fun. I would totally watch that. Hey, I'm producers out there, you know, yes, yeah, soap opera yeah. reality. I love that. Uh, that would be amazing. So, so now you're married and you've got your two beautiful children and a, and a gorgeous home. Gorgeous home. And it seems like you're happy, kind of playing the mama role right now. Are you looking at any future projects or? Maybe a little a little reality show like we were just talking. Yeah, you know, or... <laughs> no, yeah. I have to be honest. Yeah. I I am so happy being a mom and wife. I really want to be there during this time for my kids because, mm -hmm. as you know, it's so fleeting and the kids, kids it goes by so, so fast. fast. Yeah. So I'm just very happy right now, and it seems so different than my career. I feel like it's two separate lives. Motherhood now is a luxury. Mm -hmm. You know, that's it's a great way to put it. Mm -hmm. It's true because I think so many people have to work too, and they right. don't have the luxury of being home with their children and being there for them when they need them, and they have to make time. And it's you know, at the end of the day, when and you they have to work, make slime. Yeah. Oh yeah, we made slime. <laughs> I forgot we made slime last night with Julia. It was so much fun. So now you know I have a fourth grader. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Slime in fourth grade. Slime in fourth oh, grade. Yeah, there yeah. you go. That was actually really was cool. cool. Mine glowed in the dark. So I just, yes. I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> 
It was if you haven't, you must. Yeah. This is all I'm saying. Exactly. But the latest thing in slime, just I'm going to let you yeah. in, is now the scented oh, slime. Ooh. Scented slime. Bubble gum. Ah. Strawberry. Oh, nice. nice. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Steak. We might have to get her that own slime. That would be mine. Slime. Yeah, I know. Yeah, steak. <laughs> or a good ribeye slime. Because uh, Chardonnay for me. <laughs> Chardonnay slime. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's so oh, goodness. We want to dive into your uh, dating past because Krista oh. has dated some, uh, some very handsome leading men mm-hmm. in her past. Should we throw out hands? Yes. Yes, one is a very... I can't wait, but heaven can wait, certainly. Oh, there's, there, there's that one. Oh, that's, there's one hint right there. And the other one is like, gee, 30 rocks, something or other. Um, okay, so go ahead, Krista. Tell us your... Well, we already heard about Michael J. Fox, but maybe you can dive in a little deeper about him, like how you met him and... Well, with Michael, uh, we had the same agent yeah. and, uh, and the same managers. Ah. And so, you know, I was 18 and he was 21 and it was, you know, quasi dating. It was just, he's such a sweetheart of a guy. It was before he got family ties. I actually would give him a lift every now and then to Paramount. He didn't have a car at the time. Oh, wow. And I did. And what about that other guy when you were lost that one time and he was trying to get you to go to a certain place? And he said, why are you looking there? Come to Malibu. And I, and he just, I don't know. And, and then he gave me the proper directions where I was wanting to go. And then he said, what's your name? And I said, Krista. And at the time, and I, gullible too, by the way, <laughs> never having been to any rock concerts or any, and, and he said, Jagger, Mick. <laughs> and I'm like, I love it. well, nice to meet you, Jagger. And I really just, I don't know what I, I I drove away. He's like, I must have her. I'm telling you. And then like two blocks away, the light bulb went off. Oh my God. He's like walking away. I can't get any satisfaction. Excuse me. Do you know how to get to Malibu? Follow that car. Jagger. Well, thank you, Jagger. The only woman ever he could ever meet in LA, LA, who didn't know who he was. Yeah, that's right. He probably yeah. fell flat in love with her at that moment. Oh, pro- I probably. Honestly. Well, and that was my experience also with Warren Beatty. I was auditioning for Days of Thunder at the time for um, not the Nicole Kimmon role, a secondary role, and I was meeting Tony Scott, the director. And I got to the studio early, and a gentleman brought me face to face with Warren, and he was in a looping session and uh, doing some voiceovers and. And so, do you remember what movie it was for? Maybe it was Dick Tracy. Oh. Anyway, we we chatted for a little while, and then he whispers, "I'd like to take you to lunch. If you'd whisper your number, I'll memorize it because I have a photographic memory." <laughs> and I thought, okay, well, who wouldn't want to say they had lunch with Warren Beatty? Hello, yeah, I, 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 I do. Yeah. And so, although I never seen the movie Shampoo, and I never saw Heaven Can Wait, and so, but anyway, so I, but I was pretty sure it was him, yeah. you know. And so I gave him my number. He called a half a dozen times. We had nice conversations. and But at one point, I think he invited me out for a drink at about 10, 1030 at night. And I'm not a night owl. No, I declined going out with him at night for a drink. But then he, we were talking about sleeping and dreams, I remember. And, and I think that was his segue into, do you do you fantasize? And, mm-hmm. and then, frisky mm-hmm. fella. You know, you can Leia. imagine from there, oh, yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, She's on the phone like, going, hey, I, you know, I've met you a few times. Yeah, right. And he's like, and what do you want? He wants to, 
And suddenly you must have been like, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Where, what are you getting at? Oh, well, I was just trying to stay diplomatic. Right, right. You know, because the phone was getting heavier and heavier <laughs> and my shoulders were rising yeah. up to my yeah. ears. <laughs> and I'm just trying to say, hey, oh, golly. Okay, no. After hearing some oh, of golly. Fantasies. Oh, golly. And I'm like, what happened to lunch? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, you know, I think he has a different interpretation of what lunch means, but that's another story. <laughs> and he said, you know. So uh, at the bottom line, though, we never did have the lunch. Oh, the lunch. I still But she has my... a warm baby story, you yes, know? Come I, on. Heaven could have waited. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, it did. I, I think it know. did. Honestly. <laughs> and at the same time, he was charming. Yeah. He oh, was yeah. nice, you know? Yeah. It wasn't like he was... He wasn't vulgar or anything like he that. Was... He was just... He was vulgar oh. in a nice way. <laughs> vulgar in a nice way. Here's yeah. what I'd love to do to I you, yeah. Tanya. <laughs> After I, I hold it. the door open for you, we're going to do this. <laughs> I could just like... <laughs> I'll pull the chair out and we'll do the chair. <laughs> oh my God. That's oh funny. my goodness. Yeah. Okay, so now the other one, the big hint that I said. Oh, yes. Alec, oh, tell us about heart. tell us about Mr. Baldwin. Funny Alec. Yeah, <laughs> no, sweet guy. And uh, it was long, it was before his days on Knott's Landing. And I remember Barbara Miller was the casting director, and she said, you're friends with Alec or something? And she said, he was just in here auditioning. And she said, we are trying to get a hold of his agent because we want to book him. That guy is going to be booked by the end of the day with somebody else if we don't book him now. Wow. And that's how interested this casting director was. She needed to find, find him, him. Wow. and book him by the end of the day. Wow. Wow. I never told Alec that. Wow. Now, hey, Alec, if mm-hmm. you're listening. <laughs> I mean, that's impressive. That because, is amazing. You know, yeah. But how did you meet him? Like, was that, I mean, you met him before that then, but how did you meet? I think I met him through, a, a friend of mine was friends with his brother and with Alec. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was actually a castmate of mine on Guiding Light, Kim Zimmer. And uh, I think she was friends with Billy and Alec and had worked with them. In fact, Kim and Alec had worked on The Doctors, soap opera. You know, we dated on and off six months or so. And I knew this wasn't going to lead to a marriage. And, you know, he was a young, hot, study guy. Mm-hmm. And- but still, how fun is that? Are you kidding? So after all of those great experiences, and that's fun, and, and your career, and how did you get into your position now? How did you meet your husband? And My husband and I met on a blind date and hit it off. Wow. That's amazing. Well, amazing. I mean, let's face it. The dating apps of today, the blind date yeah, was the, really the dating app right, of then. Right. And, I, and I, I'm actually a big fan of that because it's organic. Yeah. It's a referral. Right. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love a good yeah, referral? Right. We couldn't wait for each other to play Chopin. And that was our favorite composer. Oh, did he play Chopin? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, beautifully. Uh, four months later, we were engaged. There and you then go. They were playing wow. Chopin together. Like <laughs> making music making like none other. Yeah. No, I, I think that's. Uh, I we were really making beautiful music. Seriously, like, yeah, I beautiful think that music. Is there you go. Such a romantic story, though. Yeah. Yes. And yes. were you literally joined at the hip after that? Yeah. But you yeah. had an incident happen. I don't know if we want to dive into this, but at your house that you were renting when your mm-hmm. mom came to visit. Yes. That this was like something like, so I don't know if you want to dive into what happened, but it was, it was heavy duty. Yeah, no, I don't mind. Uh, We had a home invasion and the guy came in by way of our sliding glass doors. Um, And like I said, it was a rental house. They didn't have an operable alarm system. And the sliding doors, by the way, it's a latch and it was old and I thought it had locked, but it was a faulty lock. 
So he comes in at 4.15 a.m. Oh, my Lord. And he's quiet. And then he goes upstairs to the bedrooms. We had four bedrooms upstairs. And we believe he went into my daughter's room first, but she was sleeping with me in our big bed. My husband was out of town. He had a good alibi, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Good help. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> and then he went into my mom's room and, you know, my mom's going to be 90 this year. Mm-hmm. And by the way, this happened two years ago now. Mm-hmm. And the weekend I was coming to visit. Oh, that's <laughs> right. I forgot about that. You're right. I know. I was like, and maybe should like, I come no. another time? Yes. <laughs> yeah. oh, Jean, I and you just had that. the alarm system like installed. I remember and the window was open. The bathroom yes. window was open. I'm like, you guys, the window's open. Mm-hmm. Unless I bunk with your mother. <laughs> yes. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was in the downstairs bedroom all by myself going, oh, okay, don't come back, whoever you are. <laughs> and I'm telling you, yeah, it yeah. was um, it was crazy. Yeah. My mom heard a noise and she said, hello. And his hand comes on her mouth. <sighs> And on her face, both, and he says, shut up, shut up. And I can't even imagine. I'm like, you never know how you're going to react in, you know, a fight or flight situation. Absolutely. When you are presented, I think I might clam up if somebody was, and it was pitch dark in the room. Remember, 4.15 in the morning. But you know what she did? She immediately kicked him and punched him and screamed. We were saying Grambo, no joke. Seriously, Grambo. I love that. I, I love, that. love that. Yeah, we named her Grambo. Yeah. She's, she <laughs> rocks. Man. I think the T-shirt should say "Don't mess with Grambo." I, I think that's, that's what it. the T-shirts are going to be. That's it. I, I want one. Wait. We will wear. We but will I wear don't them. Know too. if you would clam up, Krista, because apparently the guy came out of the room. He was flustered, and right. you had seen him and screamed at him. Yeah, I did. Him, yeah, yeah, no, because when I heard my mom screaming like that, I actually thought she hurt herself. Right. Never thinking somebody's in the house, but so I ran over, and when I opened my door, he was about five to seven feet away at the top of the stairs right there. And I'm t- it took a second yeah. to let it all register. You can't wrap your head I can't around even, it. No, I can't even imagine at that. at the same time, then your, your mind goes a mile a minute. All the thoughts like, does he have a gun? First mm-hmm. of all, you know, and, yeah, and um, sure. it, but he had a mask on his face too. And he was going downstairs. I had my chandelier light on so I could see him. He didn't have a gun, but he had a backpack on. And by the way, later they arrested him the next night and that backpack had a gun inside the backpack. <laughs> So, so and, my gosh. Uh, but anyway, I did. I screamed at him and said, get out of here. And um, I am so happy to report that when his name went into the computer in the system, he was wanted on nine other counts. Oh, my God. Bad dude. His bail was set at $2.2 million. Wow. And he's now serving at least 34 years in jail. Oh, good. And when it's that many crimes, um, he has to serve out at least 85% of his sentence. Wow. Good. That's, Bye-bye. I know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, and now, by the way, P.S., the new house, it's like Fort Knox. Yeah, exactly. We have 15 <laughs> cameras. You know, yeah. we have the best alarm system. That's the way to do it. So Krista, what would your personal bumper sticker say? What would sum you up in one small phrase? Phrase, yeah. Keep going. I like I it. I like it. I think that's awesome. That's all totally you do. Unless you're a stop sign. <laughs> We could put that in small print. I think we italics. need to do the small print. <laughs> you know, that's his turn. <laughs> Keep going. Um, Unless there's a stop sign. Unless you're at a stop sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I think that's it. Thank you so much, Krista. Yeah. We're so yeah. thank you for not only that, but letting us stay here. And you're just such a great hostess oh. and such a great friend. And I'm so happy you're in my life, lady. And I'm glad you're. I'm so lucky you're my friend. Aww. Thanks, Gina. Yeah. Well, and thank you, Maggie. Thank you. This was wonderful. <laughs> She comes in colors everywhere She comes her hair She's like a rainbow Oh, 
now we're going to give you the survivor tip of the week. How to tone your back. I need this. I know. Well, it's great because strapless dresses, like summertime, hello, strapless, backless. You want to be able to wear those, you know, sexy, fun dresses, especially when it's hot outside. I have two flank stakes attached to the back of my... I swear to God, I do. No, I'm not kidding. Okay, well, we're going to figure out how to fix it. Yeah, it's gnarly. It's gnarly. All right, okay. I strap a bra on that thing and it's like, I'm a quilt. I have a quilt for a back. I'm not kidding. It's Okay, we're going to fix it. We're going to fix it. Thank you. So, we got this article from Live Strong. So, we're reading it over, so we're going to share some pieces of it with you. They say it's a two-part process, so in order to get that desirable definition between your muscles, you have to have two things. You have to develop muscle, for one thing, obviously, and you need a low enough body fat percentage that your muscles aren't lost in the fat. Aha! That's That's my issue. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, if that's all it is, I'm good to go. There you go. I love this line, though. I have to read this just because it's cute. It says, everyone has back muscles, but not everyone has developed Mac muscle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's cute. I like that. It's true. So if you have that layer of fat, here's some tips on how to get around it. Without looking like a bodybuilder. There you go. So get your diet under control. That's the first thing. So any toning regimen should start in the kitchen. So you have to get your diet under control. High protein. Hearing different things about how like high protein, high fat are not bad diets, and we should be doing more of that. But if you're eating tons of carbs and not working out, and you're eating tons of sweets and no nourishment, you know, you have to change your diet. You have to eat high-nutrient vegetables and fruits, whole grains. If you're going to eat grains, lean meats and fish, low-fat dairy and nuts, seeds in small amounts. So eating this type of diet makes it much easier to stay in calorie deficit. So where you're eating fewer than you burn. So that's key for shedding fat. Well, I'll tell you, I'm seeing a chiropractor right now because mm-hmm. I have a little issue. Mm-hmm. He has me pretty much on anti-inflammatory foods, which is very similar to the paleo diet. And mm-hmm. while I typically follow a high-protein, low-carb diet, it this this takes it to a whole new level. Now I can eat as much meat as I want. Oh, that's mm. great. I love that too. But the veggies and stuff. And so this is this is spot on. This will literally make it you shrink and yeah. shred that fat. Yeah, absolutely. And do cardio like your left depends on it. <laughs> I love that because I lately I've been hearing, oh, cardio, meh, yeah, you don't got to do so much. And yeah. I'm thinking, wait, what? Yeah, I know. I don't agree with that. Yeah, so, you know, regular cardio cardio exercise is crucial for toning. You can't skip it. So uh, you want to burn those calories? You better bust a move. Mm-hmm. Just bust a move. Um, you can dance, climb stairs, skip rope, uh, wrestle your boyfriend. I don't care. Like, listen, that's there's so much. We talked about sex exercise. Yeah, you know, just don't be the one on the bottom. You know, get busy, honey. <laughs> so now you want to step it up a notch or two. Work in a couple of days of, and we talked about this before, high intensity interval training, also mm-hmm. known as HIT training. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, this type of cardio is proven to be better at burning fat because you're tricking your body. Essentially, you are doing alternating periods of intense. exercise exercise mm-hmm. with periods of recovery and but little rest between each very yeah. little i think it's like a 30 second mm-hmm. isn't it mm-hmm. and this causes your heart rate to rise and fall over and over again and has more marked metabolic effect so an example of this would be uh after warming up for five minutes increase your speed to an all-out sprint so if you're on the treadmill and you're just warming up move into yeah. a quick sprint mm-hmm. no hold bars go as fast as you can and hold that for as long as you can maybe for you know 
the first 30 seconds or what have you. Yeah, and then when you're pooped, slow down to a jog or a fast walk. Recover at that pace and and continue and so on. So how much cardio do you need depends on how much weight you have to lose and how Mm -hmm. many calories you're able to trim off your diet. So as a rough estimate, I think this is good to have this kind of formula. Creating a deficit of 500 to 1,000 calories per day can help you shed one to two pounds of fat a week. That's huge. That's huge. And if you pair that with a high protein and low carb diet, you could lose up to four pounds a week. Mm -hmm. So get it, girl. Yeah. And then give your back a boost. That's the next tip. The more muscle you have on your back, obviously, the more definition you'll see. And when you start to shed body fat, you'll see more definition. That just happens. What you need is a total body strength training program that targets all of your major muscle groups, not just your back, because you need to focus on your back, your arms, your chest, abs, legs, and butt. Because your goal is to burn fat and build muscle. So that's a body, that's your full body. That's not just your back, but it will affect your back and it will, you'll start to see the change there. Uh, So when you need a total body strength training program, like Gina was talking about, uh, you want to do things like, for example, push-ups, which is a compound exercise that works your arms, shoulders, chest, abs, Mm -hmm. legs, and back. Uh, squats, deadlifts, pull-ups, step-ups, all that stuff that even works the bootay. Mm-hmm. And that's always a good thing. Yeah, so, that's true. So pick five or six of those and an ab exercise mm-hmm. and off you go, yeah. sister. And do it two to three days a week. You know, it doesn't three require, to- yeah, it doesn't require like every single day. Yeah, and three to six rounds uh, total. That's a lot, but it, it works. That's a lot. <laughs> it's kind of a lot. I just started sweating. Can I, I get some Botox <laughs> in my armpit, please? Because, oh my God. Yeah. And so once you get your body in order, now you have to participate in our contest. Hello. Yeah, have, have you entered our contest if yet? If you haven't, you better. Go we, to our social media. Yeah, we've got the boudoir photo shoot with full hair and makeup. And then our second prize is a spa package from Spa Finder and our favorite product, Peace of Mind from Origins. Yeah, so go get that sexy back for that sexy boudoir shoot. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to our podcast. You can follow us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So stay tuned. And stay fierce. Got a little pineapple juice, got mm-hmm. a little white rum, got a little blue cacao. Nice. Cuc- Is it blue, blue, cacao? I don't even Cucao. know. Where? <laughs> Where? I got a blue cow.